Lord, I thank you. Thank you for your mercies, oh God. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your love and your kindness, oh God. Lord, you're slow to anger. You're plenteous in mercies. Have your way, oh God. that you have prepared for us, O God, in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. My soul cries out. I say yes unto your will, O God, and to your way. Yes, Lord. Oh, have your way, O Lord. Have your way this morning and every day. Have your way, O God. Lord, we wait upon you. Oh, we wait upon you, my God. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we give you thanks. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord, we thank you. Continue to build us up in our most holy faith, my God. Teach us to pray in the Holy Spirit. Jesus, you are our everlasting portion. You're more than friend or life to us, O God. Lord, all along this pilgrim journey, walk with us, Jesus. Walk with us, my God, my God. Yes, Lord. My soul says yes unto you. Jesus, fill our cups. Fill it up, O oh God. In the name of Jesus, we bow ourselves to you, my God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Teach us, Lord, to wait. Teach us, Lord, to be patient, loving, kind, tender, my God, my God. Have your way, Lord. Have your way. We wait on you, God. 
I lift it up, Lord. Come, Lord, and quench this thirsting in my soul. Bread of heaven, bread of heaven, feed me till I want no more. Fill my cup, Lord. Fill my cup, Lord. Hallelujah. I lift it up, Lord. Come, Lord, and quench this thirsting in my soul. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, we wait on you, O God. Teach me how, Lord, to wait. Teach me, Lord, how to wait. Teach me, Jesus. Teach me, Lord, how to wait. Lord, when we wait upon you, Lord, you renew our strength. Lord, we mount up with wings as eagles. Yes, Lord, we run, we don't get weary. We walk, Lord, we don't faint. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord, we cry out to you. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Speak, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus. We come before you this morning thanking you, O oh God. Thanking you for your word. Thanking you for what you have done, O oh God. Thanking you for what you've done. As we move forward, O oh God, we pray that you send your anointing. Anoint us from the crown of our heads to the soles of our feet. Fill us, O oh God. Fill us with your love. Fill us with your mercies, your compassion, O oh God. Father, as we are about to look into your word, open our eyes, open our understanding. Cause us, O oh God, to learn one from another. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. A pleasant good morning to you, you and you. Brother Brown here this morning. It's so good to be back. This is a new week, a new day. Today is Monday, July 20th. This is the Master of Arts New Testament Letters program. And our topic today, When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall ye also appear with him in glory. This verse tells us so much this verse tells us so much when Christ when Christ Jesus Jesus Christ shall appear then shall we also appear with him in glory we are looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior Jesus Christ and when Christ who is our life 
He's our living, He's our all, He's everything to us. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall we also appear with Him in glory. We just give God thanks to know that we shall be caught up to meet Him. In Romans chapter 15, I beg your pardon, Romans chapter 8. Oh, I'm having a new morning, one of those mornings where getting up is a little bit tougher. In Romans chapter 8, verse 15, we find these words, For we have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but we have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. And the word tells us in verse 23, that the creature, the things created, they groan within themselves. And not only they, but ourselves also, we groan. Even we ourselves groan within ourselves, waiting for the adoption, waiting for the appearance of Jesus Christ. The redemption of our body. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall we also appear with him in glory. And the Israelites, the fathers, the nation of Israel, to whom pertain at the adoption and the glory and the covenants and the giving of the law and the service of God and the promises, they wait. We all wait. We wait. For when Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall we also appear with him in glory. Not that he's coming, but as his appearance. The Bible says, to them that look for him shall he appear. So if you're not looking for the Lord, you won't see his appearance, but you will see his coming. To them that look for him shall he appear the second time without sin unto salvation. To do what? To redeem us. To redeem those under the law and we who have received the grace of God. Why? For whom he did foreknew, for whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his Son. Those who Christ had in mind, those who Christ foreknew, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his Son, that he, Jesus Christ, might be the firstborn, the firstborn from the dead, with life everlasting, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called. And whom he called, them he also justified. And whom he justified, them he also glorified. So, we are predestinated to be conformed to the image of Jesus Christ. But with that, those great responsibilities and there are added benefits. Being predestinated, we are predestinated to be conformed to the image of His Son. We are not to be conformed to this world, but we must be transformed by the renewing of our minds that we may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. We are predestinated to be conformed to the image of Jesus Christ. Now being predestinated, he called us, he justified us, and he glorified us in Jesus Christ. <coughs> Therefore, having predestinated us unto the adoption of children 
by Christ Jesus to himself, he did it according to the good pleasure of his will. What the Lord does, he does according to the good pleasure of his will. So, in whom we have obtained an inheritance, we have obtained an inheritance in Christ Jesus, being predestinated according to the purpose of him, that is Jesus Christ, who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will. So, predestinated, called, justified, glorified according to his purpose. The purpose of him who work at all things, not some things. You don't have some and he has the rest or he has some and uh-uh. He work at all things after the counsel of his own will. Therefore, when Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall we also appear with him in glory. It is at the appearance of Jesus Christ at the last trump for the trumpet shall sound and the dead in Christ shall rise first and we who are alive and remain shall be caught up we shall be caught up to meet the Lord in the air at his appearance Paul wrote behold I show you a mystery we shall not all sleep but we shall all be changed in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump. You let the word speak for itself. At the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. So when Christ, whose whole life shall appear, appear, not at his coming, but is appearing the first instantaneous glimpse of him to them that look for him shall he appear then shall he also appear with him in glory our text this morning comes from Colossians chapter 3 it reads on this wise if he then be risen with Christ if you then be risen with Christ if you look for his appearing Seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Set your affections on things above, not on things on the earth. For ye are dead, and your life is hid with Christ in God. Here the Apostle Paul focuses on the resurrection of Jesus Christ and gives instructions regarding how we should conduct our lives, how we should conduct our affairs on this earth. He said, you have been buried with him by baptism into death, that, that like as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. So we have an obligation to walk in a new way in the newness of life. If ye then be risen with Christ, you're buried with him by baptism into death, and you rise to walk in the newness of Christ, you've become a new creature, all things are passed away, and all things become new. So then, if ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things that are above. Begin to look at the things that are above, not on those things which are on the earth. We must look to Jesus. 
the author, the finisher of our faith. Why? For we are dead to this world. For ye are dead and our life, the life that will cause us to live eternally forevermore is hid with Christ in God. Therefore, when Christ, who is our life, he is our life, shall appear, when Christ, who is our life, shall appear, the dead in Christ shall rise. We which are alive and remain shall be caught up. We shall be caught up to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Paul then goes on to say, Mortify therefore, slay, crucify therefore your members which are upon the earth. We have to get self-control. We have to get control of our members that reside upon this earth. Mortify therefore your members which are upon the earth. Fornication, uncleanness, inordinate affection. Think about it. People have some affections that are out of the ordinary. People have some affections that are skewed. People have some affections that will cause you to wonder, have these people lost their minds, their understanding? Mortify therefore, crucify your members which are up on the earth. Get control of your mind. Get control of your body. Get control of your spirit. The spirit of the prophet is subject to the prophet. You out of control because you have no governing spirit in you. Not the Holy Spirit. You have not the Holy Spirit. So you run amok. But when you crucify your members through the power of the Holy Spirit, you're not like that city without walls where anything can just come in and go out. Mortify therefore your members upon the earth. You have self-control. You have discipline. You exercise moderation, love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, and temperance. Mortify your members. Get control of yourself. Self-control. Mortify therefore your members which are upon the earth. Fornication, uncleanness, inordinate affection, evil concupiscence, evil desires and lusts and influences, and covetousness, which is idolatry. A lot of people think you have to go bow down to idols outside in the streets or in the parks or something like Not so. Covetousness, having the desire to have and hold that which belongs to someone else is idolatry in the which he also walked. Sometimes you, we used to, we did all those things in the which he also walked sometime when he lived in them in the past. That was our walk. That was our behavior. But now, but now he also put off all these. Lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily beset us. But now he also put off all these. Put off anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy communication of your mouth. Put it aside. Lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily beset us. Put them off. Lie not one to another. Seeing that you have put off the old man with his deeds. Sometimes folk feel that they 
manipulate the truth and get away with it and when you show him right and when you show him justice and when you show them the reality of God it does not exist for them because they walk not in the truth of Jesus Christ lie not one to another seeing that you have put off the old man with his deeds and you have put on the new man you have put on the new man which is renewed in knowledge you see people walking in ignorance and you go why are you still walking in ignorance they have not put off the old man but when you put off the old man with his deeds and have put on the new man which is renewed in knowledge after the image of him that created him you are a different person you are a new creature the bible says where there is neither greek nor jew circumcision nor uncircumcision barbarian Scythian, bond nor free but Christ is all and in all Christ becomes all in you and me in the Jews in the Greeks in the bond in the free in the circumcised and in the uncircumcised in the new man he sees every one every person as one there is a oneness about us so therefore Paul continued by saying put on therefore Put on, therefore, as the elect of God. You gotta begin to dress yourself in the righteousness of Christ. I gotta dress myself in the righteousness of Christ. We gotta put on, therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercies, kindness, humbleness of mind. Sometimes you see them walking around in pride, such pride, unbelievable. We have nothing to be proud of. Everything that we have has been given to us. Put on, therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, holy and beloved, bowels of mercies, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering. The word says, forbearing one another and forgiving one another if any man have a quarrel against any even as Christ forgave you you are already forgiven if any man have a quarrel against any even as Christ forgave you so also do ye so Christ set the example when he said father forgive them for they know not what they do he it was that set the example for us the example of forgiveness, the example of love, the example of kindness and tenderness. If any man have a quarrel against any, if you find that you are quarreling with others, forgive them. Forgive them even as Christ also forgave us. What should we do? Above all these things, we should put on charity. We should put on charity, which is the bond of perfectness. We should put on charity, which is above all these things, and it is that which enjoins us, which binds us to perfection. And we should let the peace of God rule in our hearts. We should let God rule. Let the peace of God rule in our hearts, to the which also you are called in one body, and be thankful. We should let God's peace reign in us. It's peace he left with us his peace he gave unto us not as the world giveth he gives and leaves his peace with us so we should let the peace of God rule in our hearts 
to the which also we are called in one body and we must be thankful now Paul continued by telling us and instructing us that we should let the word of Christ dwell in us richly in all wisdom we have to allow the word of God to fill our minds fill our hearts fill our being we have to have a desire for his word we have to seek his word more than our life more than our food more than anything else we must seek the word of God and let it dwell in us richly in all wisdom doing what teaching and admonishing one another the teaching must be reciprocal it has to be two ways it must be two ways teaching and admonishing one another you learn from one another we learn from one another we learn even from the mistakes that we and others make so we must be teaching and learning one from another admonishing one another in what psalms and hymns and spiritual songs one more time psalms and hymns and spiritual songs singing with grace in your hearts to the lord there is a lesson plan there is a curriculum there is a there are, there are rules of conduct in the gospel let everything be done decently and in order. It's not chaos. It's not everything goes. So let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching, and admonishing one another, one another, not a dominant individual who is puffed up in his mind, claiming to know everything, teaching and spreading his former ignorance because he has not allowed himself to absorb anything from anyone else but he's dominant and then he spews that out and corrupt the minds of the believers but not so the word the word says let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom teaching and admonishing one another it's gonna be a multiplicity of teachers many teachers many preachers many people speaking admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord then Paul said something that should move every believer Paul said and whatsoever you do and whatsoever you do think about it whatsoever whatsoever and whatsoever you do in word or deed do all do all in the name of the Lord Jesus as a believer this verse should shape the very foundation of many institutions denominations and organizations the word says whatsoever you do in word or deed do all in the name of the Lord Jesus giving thanks to God and the Father by him baptism is a deed baptism is a deed and the word says whatsoever you do in word or deed do all do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus I baptize you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins but a lot of rebellious stubborn disobedient self-will free will individuals who want to have their own way reject the Word of God and teaching for doctrines 
things that were not open to them, they didn't have their understanding open and they corrupt the minds of the believers. Whatsoever you do, in word or deed, you're going to give account for it. You're going to give account for every deed performed in your body, every word. Whatsoever you do, in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by Him. And then Paul got into the teachings regarding the church, instructions on home life, behaviors, how we ought to conduct ourselves. He said, wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands. Wives, the pastor don't rule your house. Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as is fit in the Lord. So wives, your husbands, you should submit yourselves to your own husbands as it is fit in the Lord. They're going to bring you the rules of the Lord, the things of God, and you must submit yourselves unto the things of God as it is fit in the Lord. If he come telling you some crazy stuff, some stuff that's not the word, then you, you know, sweetheart, I love you, but let me just pray about these things. So there's a way to approach different things. Then he says, husbands, love your wives and be not bitter against them. We as men must love our wives and we ought not to be bitter against them. Now why did Paul put these two statements together? Husbands, love your wives and be not bitter against them. Well, sometimes your wife can be, she want to do this and she want to do that and this and all that kind of stuff. But he says you must love them. There's not everything that we are going to grasp and see. That's why God joined us together. And he says he that findeth a wife findeth a good thing. So there will be differences of opinions, differences in outlook. But we must love one another. Husbands must love their wives. And you can't make because she moving the place upside down. And you trying to stand still that you get bitter. You got to find a way of cooperation. Husbands, love your wives and be not bitter against them. If you want to live and grow in God's church, then you got to obey God's word. Love is not an emotion. Love is an intentional decision to operate in the love of Jesus Christ. Folks, how about they fall in love? You better get up. Anything you fall into, you need to get up. Love is a decision intentional in obedience to the word of God. The Bible says love your enemies. How come you not fall in love with your enemy? But you have to make a conscious decision. I am going to love this person regardless of their acts, doings, their behaviors. So love is a conscious decision to embrace all, share, and do the right things to another individual. Husbands, love your wives and be not bitter against them. Do not let any root of bitterness remain in your heart. Every day you throw out the trash before you go to sleep and you wake up in a brand new day. Sufficient for the day is the evil thereof. Then the apostle spoke to children. He said, children, obey your parents in all things. Let me read that again. 
children obey your parents in all things they will before you they have seen things you have not yet seen so the apostle is instructing children to obey the appearance in all things for this is well pleasing unto the Lord but here it is you just came and you feel you know everything nobody can tell you anything so you develop all kind of thoughts and ideas in your own mind and you begin to reject the landmarks the foundation that your parents have laid down but the word says children obey your parents in all things you must honor your mother and your father that your days may be long you just got to understand what you're sowing you are going to reap for this is well pleasing unto the Lord then he spoke to fathers he said fathers fathers provoke not your children to anger lest they be discouraged you know there are times when you can provoke another individual by the things that you do by the way you behave and the word is saying that fathers should not provoke their children to anger lest they be discouraged so we have to take stock of our own ways as fathers we have to look into ourselves yes there may be circumstances there may be situations beyond our control but we must exercise ourselves in those things over which we have control that there be not provocation unto our children. We don't want them to be discouraged. The word continues. Servants, servants, obey in all things your masters according to the flesh. So when you are in service, even in this natural life according to the flesh, you have those who are in other roles with other responsibilities set in place by the ordinance of God. And we must obey our masters according to the flesh, not with eye service. When we see them, then we do and pretend like we're doing. Or as men pleasers, always trying to please men. But in singleness of heart, fearing God, there is a way to obey. There is a right way to obey. That is in singleness of heart in the fear of the Lord. Now the word says, and whatsoever you do, and whatsoever you do, remember it said that in verse 17, whatsoever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord. Here it is saying the same thing. Verse 23, and whatsoever you do, do it heartily. Do it with enthusiasm. Embrace it. Do it to the best of your ability. Do it as to the Lord and not to men. Your service, your vocation, your job, whatever it is that you do, do it to the best of your ability. Strive for perfection. Strive for excellence in that which you do. Whatsoever you do, do it heartily. Embrace it as to the Lord and not to men. Knowing you and I ought to know that of the Lord we shall receive the reward of the inheritance for we serve the Lord Christ. Our service that we render, what we do with regard to others, the service, our jobs, our calling, our profession, we should know that we shall receive the reward of the inheritance for we are in service to Christ. The word says, but he that doeth wrong, 
he that doeth wrong shall receive for the wrong which he hath done. Listen to this. And there is no respect of persons. There's no respect of persons. We God don't care about your title and who you are and who you think you are and all that kind of stuff. He that doeth wrong shall receive for the wrong which he hath done. And there is no respect of persons. God regards the obedience that you render, the obedience that you give, he respects those who obey his word. Or thought today, when Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall he also appear with him in glory. And in our waiting, in our looking for that blessed hope, and the glorious appearing of the great God and Savior Jesus Christ, there are some things that we should set in order. The approaches we take, the way we undertake the tasks that are assigned to us, we should understand that when Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall we also appear with him in glory, knowing that of the Lord we shall receive the reward of the inheritance, for we serve Christ the Lord. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we come before you this morning thanking you, O God, thanking you for all that you have done, all that you are given, all that you have given and Lord as we look for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior Jesus Christ help us to be diligent help us to be faithful help us to be loving kind and embrace the truth of your word in Jesus name we pray amen amen our topic today our topic today when Christ who is our life shall appear then shall we also appear with him in glory. Jesus in the book of St. Matthew, Jesus in the book of St. Matthew, chapter 24, verse 30, said these words, And then shall appear, and then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven, and then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn, and they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. There is a vast difference between two words, appearing and coming. Appearing is that instantaneous vision of a thing, of an individual. It appears. We see as a snapshot, a moment in time. But coming is when a thing is on the move. It's in transit. It's moving. It's in motion. And Jesus Christ said, Immediately after the tribulation of those days, shall the sun be dark and the moon shall not give her light. The star shall fall from heaven. The powers of the heaven shall be shaken. And then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven. Our topic today tells us when Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall we also appear with him in glory. Jesus continued by saying, And then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn. You see, because to them that look for him shall he appear. When you look for him, you appear. But those who don't look for him, they shall see him coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. 
The word continues by telling us in the book of Acts. In the book of Acts, it says in Acts chapter 7, verse 35, This Moses, whom they refused, saying, Who made thee a ruler and a judge? The same did God send to be a ruler and a deliverer by the hand of the angel which appeared to him in the bush. You notice it didn't say come to him in the bush. It said appeared to him. There's a difference between appearing and coming. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 10, it says, For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall we also appear with him in glory. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that everyone may receive the things done in his body according to that he had done, whether it be good or bad. So Paul wrote to the Colossians, telling them, when Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall we also appear with him in glory. In Titus chapter 2 verse 13 it says, Looking for that blessed hope. So now we're looking. To them that look for him shall he appear. In Titus chapter 2 verse 13 it says, Looking for that blessed hope. And the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior Jesus Christ. So it's important that we look for him. For to them that look for him shall he appear. Now, in Hebrews chapter 9 verse 28 it says, So Christ was once offered to bear the sins of many. And unto them that look for him shall he appear. Hebrews chapter 9 verse 28. So Christ was once offered to bear the sins of many. And unto them that look for him, to them that look for him, shall he appear the second time without sin unto salvation. We thank and praise God for his word. One or two more, and then we will close. In 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 7, it says, 1 Peter 1, verse 7, that the trial of your faith, be much more precious than of gold that perisheth, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. One more time, that the trial of your faith, being much more precious than of gold that perisheth, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 4 it says and when the chief shepherd shall appear when the chief shepherd shall appear he shall receive a crown of glory that fadeth not away finally in 1 John 3 verse 2 it says beloved now are we the sons of God and it do it not yet appear what we shall be but we know that when he shall appear we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it do it not yet appear what we shall be. But we know that when he shall appear, 
we shall be like him for we shall see him as he is we thank and praise god for all of you in the name of jesus christ amen let's bow our heads thank you jesus father in the name of jesus christ we thank you for your word we thank you for your blessings we thank you oh for your many gifts towards us, your gifts toward the children of men. As we continue to seek you, as we continue to embrace you, open our hearts, open our understanding, open our minds. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you, Jesus. God bless you.